Hey guys, welcome back, Patient Zero. This would be episode 16, um, and in chronological day order, day 14, Monday. We'll keep with the uh, running theme, overall tone of the day. It was decent. Um, I had a high, high anxiety moment at work, and, you know, I have great uh, leadership at my work, great bosses, and I over- overcame it with their coaching. They didn't know that that's what they were doing, but that's what happened. And, if, and it felt really good to accomplish what needed to be done today. So what, what can you take out of that? What can I take out of that? That, you know, constantly, and I've discussed it many times on here, you know, my brain goes, goes the wrong way, goes right, right down the damn gutter, thinking of the uh, worst it is. And, you know, every time, pull ourselves back out and move on and and uh we've been working real hard i've been working real hard we sounds weird to um you know maintain a positive attitude and i think it's working so this evening i've got a few things to discuss um episode uh, what would it be it would be episode 14 and 14 and a half <clears throat> Fourteen and a half bonus episode. You know, there's some there's some days in the last episodes. I don't know specific days. Day 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 twelve, thirteen for sure. But you know, I I I get in here and I uh, get to talking, and it's easier to have a discussion or or you know fuck off if you know I've had had a few beers, had a couple drinks. You know, episode 14 and a half, I'm pretty out there, a little, little wasted. Um, you can tell by tone of my voice, you can tell by uh, a slur pretty bad, you know, and it's, and it, it might be funny, it might be um, entertaining, but it, am I really putting out the best that I can doing it that way? So, this evening, I'm... You know, hundred percent uh, sober, no no beers. Uh, just a just a good old chew in, and and sitting here talking about it, and you know, I can tell that I can tell that this is getting easier, and I don't I don't need you know to have a drink just to sit on here and talk. I got to find a way, you know, just to still discuss things, still let it out there, still put a message out there and you know maybe it's entertaining maybe it's uh helpful to somebody maybe uh, uh i mean maybe you fucking hate it you know whatever my point is is that you know i've been i've been working hard on my attitude and positivity and i'm i've also been working i wouldn't say working hard on you know not not letting stress get to me and not not thinking that you know a couple beers relax me out and you know it's okay it's it's not okay you don't need that shit i mean find find another avenue you know this evening got home from work and and uh 
I've been working on uh, putting a new tile in the girls' shower. And wife and I had you know, gratted it Saturday or Sunday, one of them days. Uh, got all that done. And uh, then we had the, the excess grout was still on there. So come home to work today, uh, Monday. Come home from work today, Monday. And uh, busted ass and got all that excess off there. And, you know, it looks, it looks good. I'm by no means a professional towel guy. I mean, I did, for the most part, even though I bitched a lot, enjoy the project. I mean, I learned, learned a lot. If I had four more th- different tile projects to uh, do here pretty quick, you know, I'd, I'd probably get pretty decent at it, but I don't have any other tile projects, and <clears throat> hopefully I don't for quite some time, because I'd, I'd you know, say that I'm just ready for some relaxation. I won't say that I hated doing tile. It did suck just because I don't do it all the time. And it uh, it was hard and it was learning curves and all kinds of shit all mixed into one project. But I made it, you know, made it through it. It's almost done. I'm going to do, uh, put some old cack on the, on the tub tomorrow between the tub and the tile and uh put some grout sealant stone sealant on there and then you know hopefully this we'll get this baby back into operation because we've been down to one shower in this house and it's certainly nothing to uh bitch and complain very thankful that i have you know a house and shower but it's been a little bit of a pain in the ass so Ready to get that done and and moving forward. Uh, next thing kind of on my mind this evening, I've got a lot of uh, audio. It's recorded audio of, uh, you know, possibly, well, not possibly, me and Tom fucking off, um, recording conversation with my, uh, with my phone, with, you know, the family or whoever and having a good time and and you know, I want I wanna let it out but <clears throat> most of it and it may not be. I, I mean I need to dive in deep and really listen to it. I mean I'm I'm thinking that maybe it's maybe it's all trash, you know. Just incoherent bullshit. But it may but not be. There might be some some funny uh, clips or something, you know. Might be some entertaining moments in there. I want to start digging through it and maybe I can piece together a, uh, you know, listen to this dumb shit episode. And maybe it'll be, you know, entertaining. I'm sure it is. Half of it, I, I probably had too much to drink and I'm sitting here talking into a fucking microphone. Saying who the fuck knows what, you know. What's left on the, uh, oh, agenda today? Over the weekend, I, I uh, well, actually it was last night, watched the, uh, the new Predator, which I've always been a fan ever since, uh, you know, the first one, Dutch and the Jungle and, and all that shit. And I, and I think that, 
you know, other than Predator 2, which it was it was really close as far as, you know, the suspense and what went on as the first one. This one was uh this one's pretty good. It's called Prey. And um start to finish, it was interesting. I mean, it's one of the one of the first predators, you know, through the movies and I'm not shooting holes in anything that that you actually believed it could you know, easily jump and swing for trees because, you know, it's in, it's in there. Uh, it is a uh, somewhat new-looking beast. A little bit scarier than the old one. Uh, I mean, I don't want to give it away, but uh, it's badass. It's a good movie. And the Predator himself, herself, whatever, is um, a fucking badass. So, check it out. I thought it was good. I mean, comparatively, there's been a few uh, movies in between. Of course, uh, you got the so you had the the original, of course, with Arnold, uh, the second one, Predator Two, in Los Angeles with Danny Glover. I mean, it was a I thought it was good. And then you had um, Predators, Predators. That was the one where they dropped everybody on a planet that's got old. Uh, Oh, what the hell? Uh, I think it's Brody. Brody's his last name. Anyways, uh, he he's badass in that movie, and and that one was uh, that was different. It was good, you know. Dropped him on a planet and went went to hunting them. Had the dogs. It was all right. Another one here. I'm looking at. I had to look this shit up because I couldn't remember all the names. I mean, I know the the. Uh, Obviously, the word Predator's in the title. The Predator, I guess, come out three, four years ago. I don't know why I don't remember it. I'll watch a trailer real quick. Stand by. I've watched it. The Predator, I watched it maybe only once, obviously. I mean, I've seen the original first two. I've seen them multiple times, and I've seen Predators for three times, so... um. Quit saying um. It's probably fucking annoying. I'm sure you you know as I don't really remember. So back to uh, the new one. Pray. Uh, it's good. It's really good. So check it out. I don't want to spoil anything. I mean, it's not like there's a whole fucking ton of you listening, anyways. But it's a good movie. It's way better than uh, you know the in betweens. We had the. Alien Predator, which the f- the first one uh, with the chick, it wasn't too bad. You know where they go down in the pyramid underground? It was okay. Probably seen it twice, but it was good. I liked it. Um, probably would check it out twice sometime in the future. You know, it'd been a it'd been a while since. Actually sat down and watched a movie. Wife and I uh, sat down there last night and, and watched it. And, you know, she she did a little bit of a, you know, eye roll. Another Predator movie, of course. But, I mean, I, I had to watch it. So, it had been a while since we'd done that. It was nice. I don't know that I got much more for today. Day 14. Um, or you said, uh, again. I think that uh, you know if we continue 
to move forward in this way. I think we're on the right track. You know, we'll have to keep keep our uh, anxiety under control. Uh, keep our drinking under control. And keep our mindset on the positive side and be be receptive to those that are, you know, trying to help you move forward, whether it be professional or personal. We gotta do what we gotta do. I mean, we we love what we love. We uh, said oh, again. We appreciate what we appreciate. We have to. We have to know the difference, and we have to know when to be receptive to assistance. See you tomorrow. Here we go. Day 17, Thursday, patient zero. Let's talk about the overall tone of today. Very positive, very busy. Don't have time for negativity. Don't have time to even think about it. Until I get home and it slows down because I'm busy. Very, very busy. Which is good for, for my uh, type. So you heard me. Day 17. I skipped day 15 and 16. Major changes. Well, a lot of time just elapsed. Because my phone rang. Doing, uh, doing what I do best. Helping people. So where were we? We've, we skipped day 15, 16. Big changes, good changes. Feeling good about it. Feeling very positive about it. I, I mean, pessimists would say, I hope it works. I think it will. I just have to make it work. We'll see how it goes, and I will report back. Moving on to shit that uh, we want to fucking talk about. So, give or take a few weeks, a month, whatever. I was uh, celebrating my 20th anniversary of marriage to my gorgeous wife. And we took a trip to Vegas. So we planned this trip months ago. Saying, you know, we we need to do something for ourselves. We've been married 20 years, happily, for the most part. Well, I wouldn't even say for the most part, happily married. So we went. I've never been, she's never been, as an adult. So we go. We uh, got a room at the Venetian Hotel. It was very nice. Other than the Venetian, there there was lots of, and I'm not being discriminatory whatsoever, there were lots of Asian folks at the Venetian. I don't know why I didn't read into it. It, it appears to be a, a tourist attraction from, from Asia. That's beside the point. So here's my funny story out of my Vegas trip. All happened in the same day. We flew in on a we flew in on a Wednesday. Wednesday evening. I mean we're hanging out, having a good time, doing a little gambling, not winning any money, but we're hanging out, having a good time. Go to bed, you know, 
have a hot um, anniversary good time. <clears throat> wake up the next morning, because I always wake up early. I always wake up early, no matter what. No matter if I go to bed at 10 p.m., 9 p.m., 4, 4 a.m., I'm up at 6.37. Just wake up. I mean, it sucks. Wish I could sleep. I didn't go to bed too late that night. Maybe midnight. So I'm up at 6, 7 a.m. Like, fuck it. I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to do some gambling. Spend 20 bucks or 50 or 100, whatever. Walking around and trying to find a machine that I want to be at. And some chick just approaches me. It's my first encounter with anything like this. <clears throat> Smiling, nice as shit. Hey, baby, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm just walking around gambling. How would you like a massage or blowjob? What'd you say? What'd you just fucking say? You heard me, baby. You got a room? I was like, sweetheart, thank you very much. I am married. And, uh, thank you, but no thank you. <clears throat> so I keep rolling. I find my machine, sit down, start gambling. I'm doing pretty good, you know. I put 40 bucks in. I'm not a real high stakes gambling kind of guy. Pretty much a safe, safe bet kind of guy. And I'm winning. I'm maintaining my 40 bucks and... Up to 100, down to 20, up to 200, down to, you know, maintaining the cash flow. I'm sitting there playing and close to the, there's this um, bar in the middle of the gambling floor. It's a big, big uh, round bar. Sitting there and look over and there's, <clears throat> there's a chick sitting there. Good looking, nice chick. Whatever, I just keep gambling. I'm just going and, here she comes. She approaches me. Oh, fuck, here we go again. You know? She says, hey, baby, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm uh, trying to win this machine. I wear a ring. Of course I do. I'm married. She says, I see you're married. I said, yes. Yes, I am. She says, how is that going to affect me sucking your dick? What'd you say? You heard me, baby. I mean, they'll have the same line. <laughs> Apparently. So thank you. Thank you so much. And I appreciate appreciate the offer, but you know, it's it's not gonna happen. I I mean there's a reason I wear this ring and I'm I'm a happily married guy. You're more than welcome to hang out when I play this machine. Discuss this and that, because I'm that kind of guy, you know. Whatever. I'll hang out with you. I don't care. She asked for a cigarette. You know, smoked a cigarette with me. Sitting, and then, you know, still trying to convince me to pay the piper, so to speak. Um, rubbing, her, rubbing her boobies on me. If that's a word. Shouldn't even say it that way. Wouldn't say it that way if there was another dude sitting there. Say shrubbing her fucking tits on me, man. Having a good time. Oh, you're doing so good. Rubbing the screen, this and that, and 
She said, are you sure, baby? Are you sure? I said, no. It's okay if you want to hang out. I'm okay with that. But it's not happening. Thank you so much. She hung out for a little bit. You know, actually, she made me do pretty well. I was up like 200 bucks. Then she says, okay, baby, I got to go. I was like, nice to meet you. See you later. Moved on, you know, kept playing. And um, kept going. I mean, I played on that money for hours. It was a good machine. I'm just having fun, pushing buttons, watching the blinking fucking lights. Wife comes down, and she's texting me. She says, where you at? Where you at? I'm over here by the circle bar. Come find me. She comes to find me. She's hanging out. She said, you know, hanging out. Like, babe, you cannot believe what just happened this morning. So I tell her the story. And she's like, bullshit. Like, no, really? It happened. And uh, never experienced anything like that. But it happened. So her, her idea was, I mean, we, we got to walk around. You got to show me who she was. And we couldn't find her. We tried. We couldn't find her. So we carried on about our... Uh, Vegas extravaganza. Gambled a little bit that day. Uh, then we, I think we went and took a nap or, or hashtag, um, had a good shower. And then we went back downstairs, gambled a little bit. Then we went and watched a magic show. That was cool. I don't remember what the dude's name was. He makes wine bottles disappear. Good show. And we, we got, Close to front row seats, so you could really see what he was doing. Good show. Couldn't tell what he was doing other than making shit disappear, reappear. Magic show, you know. Uh, after that, we went and found the big fountain at the Bellagio. Um, went on a s- extremely side tangent, got lost in Caesar's Palace. Then we found our way back out to the Bellagio Fountain, watched that show, and then we walked back and, quite frankly, it was 40 fucking miles of walking from where we were. But we made it back. Had a good time. It was our last night there, you know. And uh, next morning we flew out to come back home to pick the girls up to go on uh, the secondary vacation, which we will discuss in a uh, different episode, but I just want to talk about the Vegas trip. Next. 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 So, I have something to talk about. Maybe it's just me. Um, how's you? A little break. But now I'm here. So, here's a, here's a topic. I really don't want it to come out sounding like craziness. But it is what it is, and it is how I think. So, 
And I'm curious to know if anybody else feels or thinks that way. Is there a such thing? Hold on, hold on, scratch that. Say it this way. Most of us have a wide range of emotion. You know, happy, sad, mad, or maybe that's it. Glad, whatever. Does your brain separate those into different segments of your mind, or is it the same thing over and over? Meaning, does the voice stay the same according to the emotion that you have, or is it different? I know it's a very unique question. It's a very possibly unique perspective. And maybe, maybe I'm just different and weird. But I, I mean, I separate them all. When it, when it becomes one, becomes something different. So me happy, me positive, me negative, me focused, me scatterbrained. They're all really different segments of my mind, and that's how my mind quantifies the differences between each mind state. It's typically always the same voice, but, it, but it's different, you know? It's hard to explain, but when you go into a uh, so-called analysis mode, to uh, quote Westworld, I'm not a, obviously an android, you, th- you think about these things. You think about how when you're really happy, you're really proud, you're really fucking pumped. That is something completely different than when you're really sad, really down on yourself, or down on the world. It's totally different. My brain separates it into different me's, so to speak. Just like it constantly calculates risk versus reward. And how those, that line blends when you've had alcohol or not. So, it may be a weird way of thinking. I don't know. But it's how my brain works. Typically, sober mind, calm, cool, on the outside. Little duck spinning his feet under the water on the inside. You know. If you ever heard that analogy, duck duck looks calm and cool, but he is churning those fucking feet underneath. I mean, does does everybody think that way? I don't know. I think, in a sense, they probably do. They just don't realize it. But they do. And if you introduce something there, I mean, you a blint. I blend those lines. It's it's different. Closing it out, you know. I've had enough today. Day 17. I just want to say this, you know. This is, I've been thinking about this a lot. Over the last 17 days, let's say. Love yourself for what you are. And it's really hard, or it's really easy 
for any of us to do that. Understand what it is, love it, embrace it. Move forward. Don't try to change it. Don't try to analyze it or calculate it. Just love what you are and love the environment that you're in because it it will only quantify back to loving yourself, which is important. You cannot love anything else, this is a cliche statement, unless you love yourself. And I've been building that, trying to build that, over the last 17 days, and quite frankly, a couple days ago, 15, 16, I was very torn on understanding that. I always have been torn. Understanding what I am, myself, what am I, what am I not? What can I be, what can't I be? I can be a lot of things, face value. That's easy. But what are you down to yourself? When you've been put on the spot to actually qualify it back to somebody. And maybe it's a surprise, maybe it's not. But understand that it's just how it works. It's what you are, what they are, what I am, what she is, what he is. What my sweet dog is. He's just a happy fucking dog. Old man moving throughout life. We should all hope to be as happy as a happy dog with his family. Her family. Either way. I leave you with that. Day 17. Thursday. I am patient zero. Hey guys, welcome. So here we go, another episode of Patient Zero. Day 18, be a Saturday, welcome. Today was an alright day, I guess. It's my Saturday to work, and it'll probably be my Saturday to work from here on in, I'm sure. But... Got home from work, um, spent most of the day doing a little editing on the podcast. I believe I uh, would have edited episode 14, 14 and a half. 15 is done because it's going to be a fill-in uh, of old times. And I believe now we're on uh, 16. Is that right? I think it is. I think we're on episode 16. It's fantastic. So what do we want to talk about? Day 18, Saturday. Well, we skipped today. Uh, Skipped yesterday. Didn't get to record. It's okay. You know, things come up. But as long as I'm plugging three, four, five days a week, six, if I need to, I'm going to keep plugging. I've been for the past 20 minutes fucking with my uh, audio settings, so hopefully this is better. I'm trying to take uh, my mouth breathing out because it's uh, fucking annoying the shit out of me as I edit. 
So with a few setting changes, uh, holding the mic in a different spot, these movos, if I'm down here, picks up my breath. If I'm up here, it, uh, I think it's doing better. So it's just mic placement. I hope it, uh, hope it sounds better for you guys because I don't like the way it's been sounding. Very airy, mouthy, nasally. Trying to fix that shit. Make it um, professional. So I don't think I'll, uh, I'll um, talk a long time this evening, but what I, what I have been noticing as I listen to and edit uh, the rest of the episodes that I take long pauses in between words on occasion. That is going to be something that I work on. The pauses are important. They're very important. My face placement against this mic is very important, so the sound stays the same because I don't have um, real expensive mics, but, I mean, they're, they're decent. I just want it to sound good. To me, when I edit, and to you, uh, of course, when you listen. So, what to, what to talk about this evening? I'm... I had this topic, and I've, uh, I've had it on my list for a while, other than not saying, uh. topic is, um, I said it again. <laughs> it's a hard word to break, the old, uh. Especially when you're, when you're flying solo, because it's an in-between word, in-between sentences, in-between thoughts. It makes you... It helps you to move on to the next sentence when you don't quite have the next word. It's, it's quite uh, hilarious how often that it comes out of my mouth, even though I try not to uh, say uh. So, here, here's where we're going to go. Wrote this down, so I'm going to talk about it. When I was a little kid. So I'm 40 years old. So first we'll... We'll talk about the 80s. In the 80s, I can remember. I can remember when I was in kindergarten. I was a uh, four or five years old, give or take. Started early, but my greatest memory, or greatest, my most, uh, not necessarily profound, but the one I can remember the clearest, right off the top of my head, right now is. Is 1986, 85. I was sitting in my kindergarten class at uh, at Cedar Heights Elementary School. That's where I went for kindergarten, and they wheel a TV into the room. Teacher explains today we're going to watch a shuttle launch. Sweet, this is cool. I'm into science. Even as a small child, sitting there at my desk, they turn the lights off, they wheel in the, the old tube TV, nothing like what what's we have today. I'm sitting there watching it and count it down, lift off, she's going, 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 and it happens. Anybody that's old enough or anybody that's, uh, you know, studied History of the, of the, I said it again, special launches. 
It's a challenger. She blows up. Kablooey. And right there as we're sitting, watching. And I don't think that any of us were old enough to really understand. I, I can just vividly remember seeing it. Okay. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have paused there because I lost my train of thought. But what, what it was, I mean, it blew up, and we, we don't know. We didn't really understand it. And the, my teacher was certainly upset. I remember that clearly. Past that, of that year, 37 years ago, give or take, I don't remember much else. I think the audio's a little quiet there, so get a little closer to your mic. Talk clearly. Quit fucking it up, Jerry. As long as I stand, as long as I put my face over it, it doesn't pick it up as much. So we'll keep trying. Working on the audio. I'm going to talk shit about the audio. Keep rolling. Okay, 1985. I think that's where we are. In the 80s. 86. Might have been second grade, give or take. I can remember my teacher. I can remember, well, that's probably before that. I was younger than that, probably four. Maybe pre-kindergarten. Okay, Here's, here we're backdating a little bit, so I can remember preschool. The only thing I can remember about preschool was playing the parachute game. Everybody should know what that is, but you you get a big parachute. You fluff it up in the air, and everybody gets underneath it, and it's a great screaming little kid time. Forwarding on. Let's jump a few years. Let's go to fourth. Fourth grade. Remember, my, my teacher, of course, loved her. I think right around in there is when I met, when I met my, uh, my best friend. Name was name is Dustin. Still would be considered my best friend. I ain't seen him in a long time. I miss him a lot, but uh, he would actually probably enjoy doing this. I, I've never invited him. Uh, we've been apart sometimes, so uh, that's okay. We're still brothers. We'll still move on. Anyways, my point is that um, that's about the time I messed him, so met him. Some of my fondest memories as a child are he and I. There was this small set of woods uh, across, I said uh, again, across the street from my parents' house. And he lived four houses down. And we would go out in the woods, you know, play army. It's a good time. It, it's nothing like uh, the kids today. Kids today play army. They get on uh, Call of Duty and, you know, Fortnite, this or that. And they're, you know, they're fucking killing motherfuckers. I mean, back then. We were killing motherfuckers, but it wasn't on the screen with a controller. You know, it was our imagination. Pew, pew, motherfucker, pew, pew, you know. It was uh, it's a great time. We, we would build forts. I would uh, often go out by myself and I would set traps, build these uh, traps, you know, because I, I was into the movie uh, Commando. I was into the movie Predator, you know, and they set these traps. Great, uh, great memories there. Good times. It's, it's nothing like today. 
kids today don't don't really get to do that. I mean, we just got to run amok and have a good time, and, and then we come home. You know, it's, it really makes me sound like I'm fucking old, saying that you know back back in my day, we came home when the you know the street lights came on. It's it's fucking true. My parents didn't worry about about you being out and about getting stolen. I mean, is it? Do we worry so much about that today because we are so connected to everything bad? So my theory there is, going on a little tangent, is that, you know, while bad things have always happened, there are bad people, there are uh, crazy people. I mean, and the percentages could vary, obviously, we've, we've discussed that. Has it always been? Have we always been as quote unquote aware as we are now? I mean, even even as my girls have grown up and they're they're teenagers now, I, there's a difference. There's a difference in the way that that we watched our girls compared to the way that I was watched as a child. You know, just. Run amok, figure it out, have fun. You know, I was had a lot of health problems and stuff when I was a kid. You know, I got through that. You know, I'm older now. You know, whatever. Besides that, uh, many, many fond memories of me and my buddy down at, in these woods. There was a creek. We'd, we'd catch crawdads, man. Fucking shit that I would never do as an adult. Hands and knees down in a muddy creek. Um going shoulder deep in a hole trying to catch a crawdad. It's a good time. It's lucky that I have all my fingers. Who knows what the fuck was down there for the next hole that I didn't stick my fucking arm in. Then you get up into middle school, 6th, 7th, 8th grade, uh, give or take. You know, it was, um, everybody was changing. All of us were changing, you know. About the time we all uh, start, start, uh, getting hair on our on our little nutsies and you know people change and I had a good friend that uh, he was older than us so I think I'm pretty sure I'm recollecting correctly that he was 16 in 8th grade so fantastic I mean all, all of us I mean we had a ride dude but a good time we were king shits being able to cruise around with him. Um, I miss him, too. Good buddy. We'll be done. Ain't seen him in a while, either. You know, I sit here, and I, I just mentioned two people that I ain't seen. I ain't seen one of them in years, and it's probably been a year since I've seen the other one. We get so... That's why I wanted to talk about this when I was a little kid. Because I can remember, when I was a little kid, I didn't... I wasn't wrapped up in... And that's the beauty of being a little kid. Why I always told my little ones to, you know, enjoy what you have now. Because once you become an adult, you get wrapped up in all the shit that you have to do. You have to do every day. You have to go to work. You know, you have to pay bills. You have to make sure there's food on the table. And, um, you know keep everything in line when you're when you're a kid i mean i can remember just 
fucking not worrying about nothing. Riding my bicycle. Oh, we, that brings up a good memory. We, we had this bike track around the, around the block from our house and we'd go down there and man, we'd, we'd build ramps and it, it was a, a lot that they didn't build the house on in the neighborhood. We had a fucking pretty sweet ass bike ramp. Bike track, excuse me. Had a great time there. Many, many uh, bruised knees and potentially foreheads. We had a good time. And you keep fast forwarding in life and you just keep getting older and older. I mean, time, time doesn't stop. As far as, you know, any of us know, as far as our perspective, it just keeps on rolling, you know. And we keep getting older and time always wins the race. It's always won the race. It will always win the race. And until we find a way to get around that, and I, I mean, maybe technology is pretty close that, that, we, that we could, you know. Um, genetic splicing, you know, super drugs, shit like that. I mean, either it will greatly increase our lifespans or resident evil happens, you know, one of the two. Just get into high school, you know, you're growing up, you're, you're, uh, thinking about becoming an adult, you know, thinking about what you're going to do with your life, how, how that's going to go, because that's what everybody talks about. What, what are you going to do after this? You're going to go to college, you're going to go to Botech, you're going to just get a job, or, I mean, what, you know? I think there's a, I think there's a lot of pressure. On a young, un, on a young, unmatured mind, to make decisions that you are not capable of fucking making. There's no way, no how, you are not mature enough to make those decisions, and and, and you do, you know, and it, it turns out good, and it's a good experience for, for most, um, older teens, young twenties. You're not. You're not capable of making a good decision at that age. You're you're lucky to fucking get your pants on every morning. You're lucky to. You're lucky to not decide to go out and get fucking obliterated. Because you're young, and you wake up the next morning, and you feel fine. You get to be my age, and you don't feel so fine. You still know how to get know how to have a good time, but. Don't feel fine the next day. Anyways, fast forward now. I'm 41. Getting really close to 42. Days away. What What if I made it to... What have I accomplished? What is my most prized thing that, that makes me proud? You know, I think about all that. Think about all the fun as a little kid, all the crazy shit that happened as a teenager and carried on in, into you know, my early 20s. What am I most proud of? I would have to say that it's, it's my two daughters. You know, that when you, when you have children, you become responsible for another human being. You know, in our, in our time here, is so short 
we always get so caught up in this and that and you know what's what's on social media what's what's on the news i mean why this politician sucks and why that one sucks and why this guy can't you know talk about what he wants to talk about because he's being quote unquote offensive get caught up in all that shit it doesn't it really doesn't matter you know it really doesn't i mean i'm i'm so proud of these girls i'm so proud of these little girls i mean i hope that i'm to this point done a done a, the best i can do i mean i'm i'm this person's dad I mean, think about that. Roll that back in your head from when you were a small child, a little kid. And, you know, your dad's there. And hopefully hopefully you have had a dad. And if you didn't, I'm sorry for that. I really am. Because I had a dad. And so far, you know, I'm, I'm still here for my little ones. But I'm this person's dad. What does that mean? That means I'm responsible for showing them the way. I'm responsible for you know, showing them when they're wrong. I'm most responsible for showing them when, when I've done something right and trying to teach them to make the right decisions. You just, you can't force them. You can't force them, force it on them. It doesn't work. But you can do your best. To teach them as best as you can. And they're, they're going to make their own decisions. They're going to make their own mistakes. It's going to happen. And that's okay. I mean, you, you just have to be here to support them. You know, I'm, I'm this person's dad. And what, what I was getting at before, you know, think back when, when you were a kid. You had no resolution, as in 1080p. 720, you know, on down to uh, pixelated of what that, what that really meant. Your dad was trying to teach you. My dad was trying to teach me things, you know. And, and the older that I've gotten, the more that I, I appreciate what my dad was trying to do. And I think and I've, watched, I've watched the same thing happen now now one of my daughters is she's 14 so she does somewhat believe it but you really don't believe it until you the older you get the the more you understand what uh what's going on i mean i'm 40 years old i'm completely aware of what my dad was going through trying to raise us, me, my brother, my sister. I totally understand the struggles of, you know, still wanting to hold on to your youth and having a good time and being free and being committed to the responsibility that you have to make sure that these people are taken care of. It's quite, it's quite amazing. I mean, sit back and think about that. It's amazing. So all we can do, you know what, as we've taken this journey, and I think maybe the last episode was potentially, initially on a little bit of the negative side, none of that 
fucking shit matters. What matters is right here. In your house, your family, you know. And I hope that if you haven't found that yet, that you do find it. I hope that uh, if you've lost it, you can uh, find a way to get it back because it's important. It's a great feeling. It is a great fucking feeling. So I wanted to, wanted to share share those thoughts with you. You know, being being a dad, I'm a dad. It's uh, it's very interesting to me how your mindset changes. As you get older, for what you thought your dad was and what you think your dad is now, I can tell you that, uh, you know, my dad is the greatest man I've ever known. The kindest, most supportive dude I know. We're, we're fucking buds now. And we live, you know, an hour and a half apart. He's retired, and, you know, I'm over here just keeping the nose to the grindstone. You know, I miss, miss seeing him. I talk to him every Sunday. He calls me. Calls all of us every Sunday to check on us. You know, I, I fucking appreciate that. And I look forward to it. I look forward to it every Sunday. Talk to my dad, you know. It's pretty cool. I mean, I hope hope when my girls are out of the house, I don't hope. I mean, I'm, I plan to. I I need to I need to talk to them. I need to know that they're okay. I need to know that they're safe. I need to know if they need to know something that I can teach them or help them with. I hope each of you find that, and I hope that you find it the way I did. I found it the fucking hard way. You find shit the hard way, you appreciate it more than if you got it the easy way. And you're just carrying it on. And, and I mean, the hard way is, is the shit that I've done. The hard way is understanding what's really important. Nothing else is. I mean, I've always felt it in my heart. I've always spoken about it. Truly, truly believing it, announcing, announcing it to, you know, 13 to 200,000 people. However many of you are listening, maybe it's only six. I don't know. All I can say and all I can explain to you is hold, your, hold yourself accountable to being your true self. Don't be fake. Be honest to a fault if you have to. Be true because if you're not, you you will eventually. Some people don't have the mindset. Understand that they're just fucking faulty. But it will it'll eat you up. So don't let it. I'm gonna take a little smoke break. I need a ciggy. I may or may not be back. If I'm not, thank you. This is Saturday, day 18, and I am Mission Zero.
decide to go ahead and come back. But only for one reason. To explain to you that I'm a dumbass. This is not day 18. This is day 19. I skipped a fucking day. So, for me to you, remember what fucking day it is. This is me, and I am Patient Zero. See you on the next one. See you on the next one.